Hello, it's Wednesday, March 12th, 2008, and you're listening to Flipped Out. Flipped Out is a podcast about the art, the culture, and the madness of Austin, Texas, and its burn community. I'm your host, Lance Hunter. Let's begin. Flipside tickets are here. Well, at least they're here for people for local pickup today. That's March 12th. Um, But they will soon be around for everyone, coming out in the mail very, very soon. And now that Flipside tickets are here, it's time to start talking about Bob's List. Uh, For those who don't know, Bob's List is the emporium with which you get your Flipside tickets. Bob sets up a big list that people can post to with their sob stories about why they need tickets. And then people who have extra tickets can sometimes run contests, sometimes uh, just give out tickets to the person they think is most deserving, or least deserving, or uh, whatever they really choose to do. I sat down with Bob last Saturday at the warehouse, and we discussed the list, as well as his role as area facilitator for the communications section of Flipside. Oh, and, you know, how he got into this whole crazy burn thing. So enjoy, get yourself ready for Bob's list, and uh, get your tickets for Flipside 2008. Hi, who the fuck are you? Hi, I'm Bob. Or not Bob. Or Bang Bob or Bob or any of those. Um, I'm your area facilitator for communications this year. I'm a CC member. I do Bob's List, which I think is what this is about. I'm your email lead and probably various other stuff that I'm forgetting. Nice. So, uh, damn, that's a whole shitload of things you have on your shoulder there. I have a lot of hats. (laughs) Got a big rack for him sitting there. Yeah. So yeah, um, I guess tying into that, uh, we'll guess, guess we'll start with Bob's List, yeah. Um, what the fuck is Bob's List? Well, about five years ago now, um, I got tired of all of the annoying emails on Austin List saying, oh my god, I need a ticket. Every day, people would post, oh my god, I still need a ticket. The same people, over and over. And uh, I had a little web server, and I started literally copying and pasting each one of those result or requests onto an HTML page and saying, hey, uh, these are all the people who are looking. You can click this link and it'll email all of them. And uh, it was not anything fancy, but people used it. And about half of the people who ended up on the list got tickets. And this, this was just, first of all, to solve an email. <laughs> yeah, to, to try and cut down on the enormous amount of email of people saying, oh my God, I need a ticket. And this was Literally all, like, by hand you did this? Yeah, yeah. Damn. It was annoying. And uh, the next year I realized that that was not sustainable. And I wrote up a little PHP MySQL application to basically let people post their sob story and say, hey, I really need tickets and this is why. And uh, the next year we added contact forms so that their email addresses weren't obvious to the spammers. And uh, we've kind of updated it each year since then. So. Nice. Any particular updates this this year from last? Uh, let's see. We're uh, we're improving the SMTP server so that people will get their emails all at the same time. Uh, that's one of those problems we've run into is uh, most hosts throttle their email, so uh, mm. I can only send a couple hundred an hour. And if there's 400 people on the list all wanting emails, that means 200 of them get them in the first hour, uh, and the other 200 find out after the tickets are gone. So we're fixing that. Um other improvements this year uh we're talking about doing an rss i may or may not do it every time i say we that means me uh, <laughs> we don't have any other developers on bob's list I see. 
So have people said to you this, or have you just like thought to yourself, RSS, and then the other part of you thought, no RSS? Well, I've had people request it, but I can't figure out what the hell they're going to do with it yet. I don't see who's going to be sitting on the RSS feed to, oh my gosh, someone else wants a ticket on Bob's list. Like, that kind of confuses me. True, yeah. I guess if you are if you had a list that was like, tickets available, but of course yeah. that list wouldn't be sustained. <laughs> yeah, it, by the time you got your RSS update, it would probably be gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what's been the uh, success rate with Bob's list? Generally about 50%. We had uh, a year a couple years ago when we first moved to Flat Creek, and that year we probably hit closer to it. 33, 40% because tickets were a little harder to come by. Yeah, that was a hell of a year, too. Yeah, yeah, the uh, tiered ticket process will never happen again <laughs> so long as I have any say in that. Excellent. Cool. Well, uh, let me see. We're going through things fast here. Damn. <laughs> like, here's this, here's this. Here's this. Uh, yeah, so I guess, um, I don't know. Have, have people, you know, have you ever like had someone thank you for they had a flip side experience because of? the list and what you did yeah i get that a lot one of the one of the heartbreaking things i guess about bob's list is i read every single entry that comes in i also read every edit so if somebody comes on and says oh my god i'll pay four hundred dollars give me a ticket i delete them right um i'll send them a nice little email that says hey uh that doesn't fly and delete them um also we try to to some degree verify that the people who are selling them actually were sold tickets and I, I do some work to try and make sure that's okay. Um, I can't guarantee it, but I try. So, uh, we, uh, lost my train of thought. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just, it, it is, it's the thing you go through, but yeah, people like ever come up to you personally. Yeah, I've, I've definitely had people come up and just say thanks, you know, um, that they got their ticket and I'll get emails, uh, you know, months later, they're, oh, yeah, Flipside was so great. Thanks, I'd never found this thing if I hadn't. So it's it's definitely paid off in that regard. Right on. Cool. Um, and now, I guess tying that into the greater task of communications, and what the hell is it like to try and, I mean, first of all, what's what are the communications, and how the hell do you manage it? Well, we've got various leads that uh, really are all rock stars. Um, we've got tickets and the uh, ticket sticker design and uh, the email lead. He's a real jerk. It's kind of rough to manage him. Um, we've got uh, our media liaison is under there and uh, he's the guy who we really hope never has to do his job. He's the one who will be up there on the news with the Scott Kentros Flipside Media Liaison under his name if something bad happens. Um, or if something good happens and the press decides to show up, he's the guy who's going to be the forward face of Flipside. So find Scott, buy him a beer. He's uh, he's phenomenal at what he does, and we hope he never has to do it. Find him a beer and make sure he doesn't drink it during the event just in case. Nah, nah. He's actually got an apprentice this year, so he doesn't have to be on his game the entire time. Nice. Which is nice. Um, other other communications issues are really all of the people in the communications department are so phenomenal that my job ends up being putting them in contact with each other when they need to be i don't do a whole lot of work because everyone in my department is a rock star it's excellent nice. cool so wait a second why do we have a facility um they're more important for some of the other departments site, oh, yeah. site ops and city planning and uh are, are both the critical critical uh volunteer leads i think uh 
I kind of fell into communications when no one else wanted to do it. And I asked what was involved, and they said, stuff you're already doing. And yeah, I said, the, okay. the power of the computer. Yeah. And by the way, just on a personal aside, do you know when we're going to be getting wikis on the site? Um, what you would do is you would contact the web lead, who is key. Uh, he's one of the people that I forgot to mention from my department. Um, he uh, will set you up a wiki for just about anything you want to do. Okay. So. Right on. Um, well here. Uh, so, yeah, communications and all that, I guess. Uh, now we can just get more biographical. When, when did you first attend Flipside? I went in 01. A friend of mine called me up and said, hey, I'm coming to Texas to do this Burning Man thing. And I said, what's that? And she said, oh, it's a camp out. And I said, okay. Well, I like camping. And uh, she says, uh, and I, I basically said, well, I don't have any camping gear here yet. And she's like, well, you can just crash in my tent. I'll meet you there on Friday. I show up to wreck plant, having never been to a burn on Friday. I finally found her Saturday afternoon after spending a cold night in the corner of someone's tent um, and uh, drove out Saturday during the day to uh, buy all the camping gear I'd need and uh, came back a little more prepared. And I've been hooked ever since, fell in pretty heavily with the fire spinners then and uh, started doing that every week and kind of got into this whole burn year round thing. So. Yeah, so um, have you ever been to the Big Burn? I went once in 04. Two tickets showed up in my mailbox inexplicably, and I still don't know who put them there. Um, they were... Uh, they were at least mailed, right? Or did they just, no, like, no, just no, dropped. Just dropped. Dropped in my mailbox. Um, I, uh, I still don't know who put them there. That was definitely the cheap part of the event, because we still ended up spending a couple grand to go, you know, and uh, that was with tickets paid for. I, I thought it was... A really really interesting experience and I think it's very apples to oranges trying to compare that to what we do here um, I like uh, I like all of the dialogue that goes on on our list from the veterans out there who basically say no this is this is one of those spots they did wrong and you know it's still having repercussions you should try and avoid this decision um, I think that they're a, an excellent mentor um, for our event but uh not necessarily one we emulate in every way. All right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I just have, like, the image of Burning Man as, like, the thin man of the mountain with the giant Fu Manchu, and we're, like, you know... I think that would be a phenomenal Photoshop. <laughs> Larry Harvey. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, just um, more biographical here. Just, I don't know, like... How has this whole burn thing kind of changed you or your perspective? I think the biggest thing is um, everybody's an artist, even you, you know? Uh, and then not you specifically. But, yeah. but the, the whole concept that we can all do this making beautiful art thing and we all do it together. I love the um, concept of just the... the temporary nature the the I can really put a lot of effort into something that's going to be gorgeous tonight and tomorrow it'll be gone the whole our uh, national parks have the whole do not the leave no trace yeah, concept yeah. of take only photographs leave only footprints that sort of thing and uh, I see a lot of that in our community and I think it's really a, a good thing to recognize Cool. Yeah, and uh, 
I guess aside from communication, everything is there anything else you're working on in the other projects? Well, we're uh, actually here at the Ranger Social right now, so I need to go chat with those guys because I'll probably be a shift lead again this year. I'm one of the people who uh, tends to be on the radio the entire event. Uh, if you hear uh, the Muppets singing Menomina at 3 a.m., that might be my fault. I apologize. Um, no, I, I don't apologize. It's rude to apologize when you don't mean it. I love the radio <laughs> Menominas. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think uh, Rangers have been one of my big volunteer things. You know, I, I find it very interesting to sort of walk around our event and try and mediate conflicts. And You see people at their worst, which is rough, and you see people at their best, and you see folks all manner of in-between. But uh, it's, it's an interesting... Uh, interesting experiment i've had some fun talks out in uh, north carolina i talked with a off-duty uh, sheriff's deputy who was watching a fight and it wasn't it hadn't escalated to you know blows yet but it was a lot of posturing and it was all in good fun and uh, he said you know if i saw this anywhere else i'd have already pulled a gun and told them to get on the ground and it's like yeah but they're not violent like they're not going to start just hitting each other because they're happy and they're just having fun and he's like yeah it's really kind of weird here <laughs> well you know we tend to mediate disputes that look like they need mediating we're not cops we're not you know heavy handed we tend to tell people you know maybe this would be a better idea rather than don't do that so I, I like that that uh, yeah, paradigm I, I like that the place where the guy wouldn't be pulling his gun is the weird place yeah but yeah, they, they hire uh, off-duty security for their event out there. Off-duty law enforcement for their security. Oh, so yeah. That's how they had been working, and now they're getting more of a ranger presence to try and take some of that load off of you know, hey, third parties. financially kind of rough. I know that they, you know. Probably, yeah, especially for the whole week. Yeah. But I think, I'm not sure on their uh, legal arrangements. I think they're hired by uh, the event site. Uh, not specifically by the burn organization. I'm not oh, sure okay. how it all works. It might just be part of the rent. Cool. So uh, tying in another thing here, um, I guess, how have you seen Flipside kind of change through the years? Since you've been going since 01. Sure. Um, it's definitely gotten bigger, and in getting bigger, we've... Uh, We've had to make a lot of hard decisions about uh, how tickets are allocated, for one. Um, we tried going with the merit-based system of uh, tiered ticket processing, and uh, we had 20 or 30 people, I think it was about 20 Combustion Chamber and LLC members, all sit down and go through for 48 hours trying to read all the applications and rank those applications on how many tickets should they get? Should they get all the ones they asked for? Should they get some of the ones they got asked for or none of them? And that was horrible. Uh, we've had to deal with... Well, I think next year is going to be the really big year when we start to cross over 2,500 and we have to come in, into accordance with the Texas Math, Mass Gatherings Act and we've got to start filing all sorts of paperwork with the state and getting law enforcement more involved and uh, getting medical more involved. Uh, we do a very good job of mediating our own disputes and of, of taking care of our own medical situations. Uh, but uh, 
unfortunately the state doesn't let you take care of your own stuff after a certain point. Um, so what you're saying is we should all just really work during the next legislative session to lobby. To uh, raise that limit to 5,000 people, I think that'd be a good, good two or three year plan. Um, but no, I think that we have the people in place to do it. I think we have the people to to uh, fill out the paperwork. We're working with the FCC now to get our radios licensed and all of that. Um, so we are certainly starting to uh, do a little more of that government bureaucracy paperwork type stuff that we're going to have to do as we grow. So right on, cool. Um, yeah, that's that's one of those aspects of flipside growing that you don't. People don't talk about as much, but yeah. Yeah, it's mainly absorbed by the LLC. I mean, the uh, the combustion chamber will discuss some of that, but most of it falls under the legal and the liability issues that the LLC takes sole responsibility for. So. Yeah. So um, tying in LLC. Oh, so you mentioned the FCC uh, and that thing. So apparently, there's going to be a radio station. Have you heard about this? I don't know anything about that radio station. I'm talking more about our oh, site yeah, event I know our, radios. Those radios, um, but I mean, but apparently somebody's talking about like doing some radio broadcasting. Is communications if you have they talked to you or they've been like they oh, haven't hey. spoken with me, and I hope they have licenses or are falling under whatever limits they have to fall under to adhere to FCC guidelines. No lobby. Flipside cooperates fully with federal, state, and local authorities, yeah. etc. Cool, right on. Um, and I guess just another thing is, you know, we, we talked about how Flipside has changed and things have changed. But um, what do you, what changes do you want to see in the future? What what is what would you like to see from Flipside five years from now? I'd like us to be producing our own free ice. I think that could happen, and I think that alone would stop the commerce at the event, which would be really cool. It'd be really nice to tell Burning Man, no, we don't sell anything at our events. Um, and uh, we've talked about solar ice makers that could probably take that on. Um, they're not cheap, and around the warehouse they keep building things that aren't cheap, so we'll see what happens. I think they've got a CNC plasma cutter in there now or they're yeah, working on it yeah. so uh you know maybe they can make us an ice maker but uh that's uh, just i think that's one of the big things is trying to get away from that commerce because one of my favorite parts of Flipside is going in and not having any cash in my wallet and knowing that i'm about to spend five to seven days in the sun at a big festival with lots of art and beer and friends and all of that and not spend a nickel I, I spend plenty of money right before the event, don't exactly, get me wrong, yeah. but it's neat to be out there and to have it be non-commercial. Yeah. And it it kind of makes me twitch when i got to go to my wallet and pull out a $5 bill to go buy some ice. And yeah. I think uh, I think getting that would be a big change that would be kind of cool. And that, yeah, like that just totally non-commercial at all in that. Yeah, um, we've joked about putting up a uh, web store on the Burning Flipside website that uh, basically, if you try to buy any product, it would say, um, no, unlike Burning Man, we believe in the non-commercial nature of our event, and uh, we don't sell things here. That might happen, maybe in 010. I, I, Watch uh, for that website in 010. <laughs> yeah, you have to actually have some time on the web team to actually get that. Yeah, we're, uh, we're a little focused at the moment on our web hosting and uh, trying to get all the... Uh, 
apps up and running for everybody. So. Yeah, yeah, and a little personal side. Dream host. I've heard bad things, apparently. I've heard good things, and I've heard bad things. Oh, yeah. Um, we've been experiencing some bad things, and we're working with their tech support de- department to try and fix that. Oh, so. okay. We'll see. Actually, on that RSS thing, that's like one of the RSS feeds I have on my Google Reader is the dream host status. <laughs> I'm sure that's an awfully funny RSS read. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Um, cool. So I guess we got uh, just one more question we need to get into, and that is, what does it take uh, for one to be a rock star? Um, I would say Guarana, um, Yerba Mate. Uh, there's some others in there that aren't real pretty if you Wikipedia them. Um, no, I, I think uh, we, we drink a lot of caffeine around here. That, that probably helps. Um, I've just really kind of bought into this event. I really think that the people are talented and intelligent human beings that I really enjoy being around. So, um, speaking of which, an LLC member is calling me. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think we can. Uh, nice. Hola. <laughs> I'll let you guess which one. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you very much. It's been a badass interview. And there you have it, my interview with Bob. Or not Bob. Or Bob. Or Bang Bob. Yeah, Bang Bob. We're going to go with that one. Thank you for listening to Flipped Out. Flipped Out is hosted at lancehunter.net slash flip. That's flip with one P. To email Flipped Out, email flippedout at gmail.com. And that's Flipped Out with two Ps. Thank you all for listening. Now, go be spectacular.